Well, it's gonna be a short one, but that's okay. It's TGQ and Day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name is Jamie French, and this is a this is going to be a very short episode of TGQ&A. It's our 20th episode. Yay, us. Uh, but this is going to be more of a, a stopgap than anything else. Um, so let's just cover some news real quick. Uh, big news is, and it's kind of sad and lame, and it's kind of a bummer, but for the next week... Um, Starting uh, October 30th uh, to November 6th for one week, there's not going to be any updates on uh, the Approximate Podcast. The Patreon, YouTube, SoundCloud, everything's going to be pretty much blank. Um, And there's a reason for this. Um, uh, We are going to be utilizing that week to record a bunch of new episodes uh, so that we don't have to (laughs) <laughs> take another week off, at least for a, quite a while. Um, also, uh, my production company, Dead Girl Productions, uh, we got a lot of projects that we have to tend to that's just going to stomp all over TGQ&A and the Approximate Podcast and the video game show, all the shows. Um, and they really do require my time and attention. Uh, so I got that on top of recording a bunch of new episodes. Um, we're also going to be setting up a lot of new shows and writing scripts that are going to feature some special guests that are coming up on the show. So I got that to deal with and a very special thing, uh, for people that are interested in my adult work. Um, it, we are taking the, um, the first initial steps and it, it, feels like it's like really going to work and we're like leaning into the right direction we're we're going to start raising the funding and getting everything together for uh transsexuals three um so if you're familiar with my work and my productions that's kind of a big deal and so for the next week i'm going to be dealing with um fucking around with that uh recording new episodes and then just a bunch of shit that i do during my day job uh, so forgive us for, you know, letting a week go by without anything, um, save for one special thing, which I'm not going to tell you about, but let's just say it's fucking Halloween. So maybe something, maybe something stay tuned. Other than that. Yeah. Uh, from the 30th till the 6th, uh, of November, um, yeah, it's going to be kind of blank. Uh, but don't worry, because when we do come back, it's going to be a smorgasbord of all kinds of neat, fun things. Hopefully, if we do our jobs well. So uh, with that out of the way, I'm going to go ahead and um, dive right into the questions. I'm only going to answer two uh, tonight. Um, and I know I'm starting at a really weird time on a really weird day for this, but it has to be done. Um, due diligence. Uh I do see there are some people in the room. Hey, it's a uh, Red Fox. Um, hey, how you doing there, um, Red Fox? I'm actually going to get to one of your questions. Uh, let's segue from talking about uh, transsexuals three, uh, which we weren't necessarily talking about, but I'm going to use that as a segue point and get to uh, it's it's germane to our first question, which is from Red Fox, who's in the chat room right now. 
Um, Red Fox had a couple of questions uh, that they wanted me to get to from last week's show. Uh, they sent some questions in the chat room, and I either lightly addressed them or I just didn't see them outright. Uh, one of the questions is very heavy, and I want to I want to do it justice. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that first question. Um, tonight, I'm going to get to the second question, skip right ahead, and here it is, it's related to the porn, because the question is, Red Fox asks, uh, tips on getting into the porn industry? Oh, well, geez, okay, well, (laughs) uh, so, um, tips on getting into the porn industry. Well, I've told the story about how I've gotten into the uh, porn industry time and time again throughout all sorts of... I've either told the story outright or have hinted at it or have elaborated on it through, geez, many, many episodes of this podcast. So it's the, the whole story about how to get into porn, or at least my story about how I got into porn, is kind of scattered about the entirety of <laughs> of our history on this show. But, um, okay, so... Go back and watch those uh, for your own edification. Anybody that's wondering how to get into the porn industry. And then to answer Red Fox directly, um, how how can any schmo just get into porn? Uh, well, here's what – it's actually very simple. Very, very simple. Uh, first of all, um, let's, let's get brass tacks out of the way. Uh, know why – you want to get into porn, um, kind of think of the ramifications of what be- – say you do get into porn, think of what that means kind of five years down the road, ten years down the road. How involved do you want to be in it? And know that it does come at a cost. You know, there are some some options you have to weigh before you actually get into porn. Because getting into porn is the easy part, and I'll tell you how to do that in a second. But before you do that, um, you need to have like a little kind of checklist. Uh, You don't want to be doing porn for the wrong reasons. And the wrong reasons are because um, porn gives you a boner, and you you look in the mirror and you say, hey, I got the kind of face or the body that could – do the thing that gives me a boner, and that seems really exciting. Let me take that fantasy to a real place. You know, it's, it's all fun and games when you're jerking off the porn, but then when you take it to a real place, you find it's not anything like the fantasy that you have imagined in your head, and that's, that's a really important thing to take into account. Also, like I said, there's ramifications for being into porn. You know, um, we live in a day and age where you can't hide behind an identity and it's porn these days is no longer the purview of the underbelly of life where it's it's only seen if you go looking for it no porn is as present and as uh like the optics for porn it, it might as well be mainstream media if you do porn you're going to be known as the person that's in porn bar none and is that going to fuck with a future career? Is that going to fuck with your schooling? Is I mean, it will. It potentially can. 
So you have to ask yourself why you're doing it. Are you doing it because you're desperate for money? Because I can tell you right away, porn ain't what she used to be. Um, it's a very DIY business these days, and you really get out what you put in. It's the the days of the porn star are long gone. You don't go in and make a shit ton of money for being pretty and having sex on film. Um, you have to work for it, and you know your income will only match your ambition. So it's it's not a business for the faint of heart, especially if you don't plan on being it that long. Like it's it's going to be the thing that I do for the rest of my days. Um, I got good at it at just the right point in like porn's history <laughs> to where um, when the face goes away, I have enough of a reputation and my production company does well enough to where I can make a living behind the scenes, you know, um, and and continue on. But if if you're just like just fair weather trying to be into porn, just doing it on a lark or, you know, because uh, you think it's going to like really spike your um, your 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 money situation, it's not going to do that. Um, and it's only fun for about two weeks <laughs> before the reality sets in and the novelty wears off and you realize it's a job. So ask yourself all of that. Take all of that in before you do the very, very simple thing that actually gets you into porn. And the simple thing is this. The simple thing is you can go to any porn company Visit any porn company's website, scroll down to the bottom of the web page you're looking at, and there's usually a thing in there that says contact or customer service or uh, models wanted. There's, there's, there is always a way to email or get a link that connects you directly to the production company at hand. Um, and all you do is send out an email. You just ask questions you just you just go to whatever porn company you think you're fit for and you uh send an email uh to i don't know um i mean usually it's pretty easy when it's like models wanted it'll have a little thing set up for you and that's that's way down at the bottom of the page you gotta you gotta dig for it. it's usually on the front page or just past the initial splash page um but you can just write them and have uh have like Two or three good face pictures, two or three good body shots, well lit, um, looking sexy, uh, dressing slutty. Not anything too uh, outrageous. You don't need to like put full porn scenes or anything that you've shot. Just send them some nice fronts, backs, face shots, and maybe some side views. Uh, and keep it really simple. Make it easy to manage. Keep the photos relatively small as far as the file size goes. Make sure that they're evenly lit as you know to the best of your ability. Um, and just don't don't write them a novel. Just say, hey, my name is such and such. I would like to get into porn. Are you guys hiring? I, here's where I live. Here's my number. Get back to me when you can. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Bam. Send it off. And it's really that simple. It's really that simple. They will call you back. 
if you if you have the look, that's the most important thing. Uh, remember, porn is a looks based thing. It's not that porn companies don't exist to fulfill your fantasy. You have to be profitable, and you have to look in the mirror and say, "Yes, this will sell." The thing that I see in the mirror, this will sell. I have now the confidence to go and sell myself to a company, and you and you get in. You do. You know, if so long as you're not uh, 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 bullshitting yourself. You know, uh, so long as you're not uh, <laughs> a completely narcissistic person that has no looks to back it up, <laughs> you know, if, if you have at least one foot in reality, you'll get calls back. You'll get calls back and you'll start an email conversation with the CEO of a company or a director or, um, you know, a, a distributing guy. You know, you, you could wind up talking to anybody, but that's your that's how you get your foot in the door and you can eventually set up a shoot. You may have to travel or they may have uh, the company may have a photographer or videographer that is in your area that you'll have to they'll put you in contact with and you'll have to, you know, figure that out through emails and phone calls and texts um, and eventually you'll get your first shoot. And um, once you do get your first shoot and you assuming you like the taste of what you went through, assuming this is something that you can handle, well, you're going to want to kind of rethink, you know, your entire life, because if you're in, you're fucking in and you got to treat it with that kind of respect. If you're in, you're fucking in. So now you have a little bit of something in your portfolio. You did your first shoot. Um, eventually, you will have access to maybe a couple of the photos, maybe a little bit of the video. You won't be able to do anything with it yourself, monetary-wise, because you will have signed a uh, contract that's the all, everything that they shot belongs to them, not to you. So you can't, you know, uh, fuck around with that content. But you can ask, hey, look, I'm going to start my social media presence and it would be great if I could get a couple of photos from the shoot that we did to kind of propel my brand. Okay? And and usually they'll be happy to comply. Um, so long as you don't like fuck up and go overboard and, uh, you know, try to do something skeezy with the content, you know, try to like profit off of it or th these are things that aren't going to happen you're going to be too fucking um uh lame and and novice to even think about things like that you're you're going to be happy that you did it at all um and you're and and yeah and that's that's how it starts that's how it starts uh and you know you're only going to go as far as you give a shit about your brand now it, it could turn out that um, somebody hit you up just because, and I don't mean to be an asshole, but it could turn out somebody just hit you up because maybe you're not the 10 you think you are, but you're a solid six and a half. You're perfect for um, filler material and you'll get, uh, you'll get a job and, and you'll get real excited about it and they'll take that scene that you did and they'll put it up on their website or they throw it on a DVD compilation disc or something like that. Um, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm in porn now, so uh, where's the phone calls? And you don't get phone calls for a long time. And you're like, well, wait, I'm in porn now. Shouldn't I be, like, working for other people? It turns out you were just a, you were just a lucky seven. 
you you were a seven and you're going to have to earn. You're going to have to work for those. You're going to have to start asking around, making friends, networking with other porn stars, not being a shitty person and being humble and and scrape and scratch for your next $300 to $800 gig. You know, and there's going to be a lot of downtime. Porn is not a full-time business. Porn is a grift at best. It's it's a little bit of pocket money several times a year, enough to maybe pay some bills and get the rent done. The rest of it's on your own. You know, there's there's no such thing as a career in porn. Um, you know, you're going to have to supplement your income with either escorting or a full time job or a couple of jobs, or you're you're basically gonna have to live like a normal schlub. Plus, you have done some porn. I mean, that's the reality of the situation these days. Um, and that's what I do, you know. Uh, for all the porn that I've been in over the course of 11 years, uh, you know, the, the work, I make up my own work under my own production company, you know. Nobody hires Jamie French. Twice a year, if I'm lucky, I might get something from a, a, a corporation out of L.A. or Vegas or on the East Coast. But by and large, I make my own porn. I am my own brand. Um, and I make a lot of my money producing porn for other companies. You know, it's, you know, I got my own websites, uh, my own clips for sale page. You know, it's very DIY, very punk rock. And the only reason anybody fucking knows about what I'm up to is because I had to make it, you know. So get ready for that reality. It's not easy. It's, it's hard, and the benefits, depending on what kind of personality type you are, the the benefits may very well not outweigh the effort. So there's a lot to think about. Take it from the kid, okay? I'm just, I'm telling you all this straight up before you try to put your foot in that door. Um, it's not how you imagine it is. It's not the fantasy you think it is. Now, I'm assuming you're that naive, but I have to for safety's sake. So that's the first question. Um, and also directly to you, Red Fox, um, if if you want some um, connections or you want to talk about it a little more in person, you can hit me up at anybody can hit me up at uh, tsjamiefrench at gmail.com. And um, I can give you some of the finer points of, you know, and maybe learn something about you to see whether or not from a producer standpoint you got what it takes. But these are all things we can handle in private. So hit me up at tsjamiefrench at gmail.com and, you know, we'll put a bow on that uh, there. Uh, so I got one more question that I'm going to answer um, before, and I will address the room in a second. I'm not even looking at the room right now, but I got one more question. Before we uh, shut this thing down, um, this is from uh, Tim Roberts. And uh, Tim Roberts asks, um, will robots be replacing all of our jobs? Well, of course they will. Of course they will. In time, I don't think realistically in, in our future, I don't, I don't even imagine in the next 30 years, maybe 50 years time, all uh, customer service jobs, service industry jobs at large will probably mostly be replaced by some form of automation 
and I can't wait for that day. And really, because it's a, it's just a very spiteful feeling I have, because when that day comes and and all the service jobs are replaced by automation, and this is just wild estimating. On, I mean, there's there's a, so many economic uh, economic factors and details and shit we just simply can't foresee in the future that will affect this. But just on the surface, when the service industry kind of gets permeated by automation, um, this is the spiteful thing that I would just like to see just because I just want to watch it burn. It's going to force a form of socialism. <laughs> onto the American public because all the manufacturing jobs are just about gone. And the only things left is, well, there's medical, financial services. Those could also be replaced by automation in time. Um, but there's very few secure jobs left in America. It's mostly service industry. Um, and when those go, the country's going to have one of two options, either Everything falls apart because nobody has a job to make money anymore, which can't happen. They're not going to let that happen because that's ridiculous, you know. Um, or the beautiful thing, everybody is going to get a, a, a stipend. <laughs> it's going to be socialism in a, in a, in a weird form that uh, kooky right-wing types don't even anticipate. It's going to be the government will be forced to give everybody essentially, um, you know, it's, it's going to be not welfare state, welfare country. And that's just going to have to be the way it is. Um, and I just can't, I, I'll be too old at the time. And everybody whose face is going to sour at that thought will have been long since dead but I'd like to live long enough to at least see it kind of happen just for my own 2017 spiteful <laughs> left wing us against them tribalism bullshit. <laughs> it's just a fun little fantasy for me. Um, but in reality, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. Jeez, uh, the robots, they is a coming. And so with that out of the way, I mean, look, I, I, I didn't prepare for this show. There's so much that could actually be said about that, and I'm sure we'll get to it in time. There's so much that has already been said about that exact same topic on shows that are much better than ours. But we will throw our hat into the ring eventually with a question like that and kind of elaborate on it and see if we can uh, suss out some some finer points. In the meantime, uh, before we shut this thing down, like I said, it's going to be a short show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and address the room real quick, see if there's anything that needs to be uh, spoken to in our little chat room here on the YouTube. Uh, let me start from the last, I don't know, 25% of the, of the room. Uh, Red Fox, I'm just going to arbitrarily pick one. Red Fox says, uh, I think I'm the only one here and woo question. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, Red Fox, if you were the only one here this entire time. Um... Let's see. Red Fox says, keep in mind, Red Fox is the person that asked the question how, how to get into porn. So a lot of that's going to be tied to that, what I'm about to say now. Uh, exhibition, heavily. This is Red Fox explaining themselves. Red Fox also says, 
Uh, I have done some private stuff, and I know my face is out there. Same with my body. Not sure what that means, but you and I will talk, and we'll get to that. Uh, Red Fox also says, I'm about six right now, if that, LOL. Well, again, that's something we will address in private, and I'll, I'll give you an honest uh, estimation. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, we have a, a person, I don't recognize this name, Gadfly, or is, it, is that right, Gadfly Swats? I need glasses, my old age. I, I'm about two feet from the screen, and I can't read your name. I'm just going to imagine it says Gadfly. It says, uh, my hatred for humanity welcomes automation. My fear of humanity dreads it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I want to I give you... I want to give you a shot here. My hatred for humanity welcomes automation. My fear of humanity dreads it. Well, why would you dread it if you fear... Wait, I don't... I'm not sure I understand what you mean by that. But, um, I don't know. I, for me, it depends on my mood. For me, it depends on my mood. There are plenty of times where I'd like to just have a robot handle everything. And there are also plenty of times where I need to talk to a person. I need to talk to a person right now. God damn it. You know, um, so I'm not sure. It's going to be like culture changes with technology. And the way that I think, the way that I imagine robots automation taking over now, my mindset will not match the future mindset of when it is acceptable, you know, I will only know what that's really going to feel like once I'm there and have acclimated to the idea. But if you drop robots into 2017 and say everything is going to be automated, we're not mentally ready for that. And so it's very easy to think of it in a cartoony fashion because for us right now in 2017, it's a preposterous idea. But we also, in the back of our heads, at the pit of our stomachs, know that it's a thing that's possible and is more than likely coming. And so we have the uh, we have the the leisure and the uh, the space to treat it as a goof or comment about it angrily, like a bunch of apes. Um, so thanks thanks for that comment. Uh, Gadfly Swat says, hee hee, I got here five minutes ago. Sorry. Hey, you know, I didn't advertise this. It's you, Thanks for showing up at all. Really appreciate it. And if you like what you've heard so far, there's a huge back catalog. Um, I, we're well over 100 shows now of all flavors, shapes, and sizes. Uh, so there's plenty there. And I uh, hope you like, what, 5% of it. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay, so Gadfly Swats, uh, this is the last time I'll call you this because you want me to call you Lizzie. Okay, Lizzie, that's what I'm going to call you from now on. Keep showing up in the room. These TG Q&A shows usually happen between Friday and Saturday. I'm very late because I'm very, very busy with a bunch of stuff at the top of the hour. Well, I'll just describe the same stuff uh, as we wrap up so you're not out of the loop. But um, why don't we go ahead and do that? Uh, for people that didn't catch us at the top of the show, um, here's what's going on. Uh, between uh, For a week, uh, between the 30th, October 30th, and November 6th, there's not going to be any more updates for that week. Um, so Patreon's going to be blank, YouTube, blank, um, SoundCloud, on and on. All the things. We're available everywhere as far as podcasts are concerned. 
But in that time, uh, we're going to be recording. We're utilizing that time to record brand new episodes and a whole lot of them. Uh, I My production company has a lot of shit that it needs to get k- take care of in that week um, for all kinds of weird special projects. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, we're setting up shows for special guests that are going to be on uh you know on in the oncoming weeks um some people that i think you really appreciate and and have a really great time with but i got to write and those shows and organize them um and then we're also uh my production companies start are, we're taking our first steps sorry a little slur there we're taking we're taking our first steps towards um uh pursuing uh, transsexuals 3 um, but I can't say anything about that project right now. More news on that will come later, but it's going to be a very, very busy week. So, uh, we're, you know, the lights are going out, uh, for a week, a save for one thing, which I also mentioned at the top of the show, there may or may not be a special Halloween thing. Can't make promises, but look out for it in case it happens. Um, so I think... With all that said, I'm going to read our little screed here, and then I'm going to play us out with another one of my fantastic impromptu, um, what I'd like to call, songs. Uh, Let's see. You can follow us on Twitter at ApproxPod. You can get our podcast on iTunes through uh, uh, your phone's podcast app. Uh, Be sure to leave a review if you're going to check us out on the iTunes. Those are very helpful. Uh, visit the mothership, approximatepodcast.com. If for anything else, if, it's, if all this podcast stuff is too confusing for you, go to approximatepodcast.com, the name of our show.com, and find everything there in, in a very easy to digest fashion. Uh, most importantly, go to our Patreon uh, account. That's uh, patreon.com backslash approximatepodcast and become a patron. $5 a month gets you at least four to five shows a week barring this week i just talked about um but you get a shit ton of content at least 20 shows a month uh for five bucks a month if please do that it really really helps us out um and you can always contact us on uh our burner line that's 817-673-3704 leave a message drop us a line and we will address you on shows like this very one tgqna that's what we're here for so with that being said Let's go ahead and play us out. Uh, Let me see if there's anything else I need to address. Uh, And on the email address, is that all one word? or the? Yeah, no, okay. Very good point. You can also hit us up on our email address. That's approximatepodcast. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Approximatepodcast at gmail.com. All one word. No spaces, no underscores. Approximatepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah. Uh, we'll hit you, you know, we'll hit you up there. We'll hit you up on the burner line and we will get your, uh, your opinions, your voices and your questions heard. And with that being said, we're going to end on a song. Uh, somebody pick a chord. I'm going to start on whatever chord you guys pick. You got A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. What do you guys say? Somebody said Z. I don't believe it. That's not a chord. Here we go. I'm just going to pick one. You guys are slow. TGQ&A. Oh, wait. Hey, stop it. Stop the presses. We got a D minor. Ooh, somebody wants to pick the saddest chord in the world. Okay.
Oh, I'm so sad to say that this song represents TGQ and me. Oh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. It's been a blast. See ya.